is Jazz Shapers with Elliot Moss on Jazz FM. Listen in colour. In partnership with Mishkondorea. It's business, but it's personal. And that was Nina Simone with Brown Eyed Handsome Man. What a lovely title for a lovely song. Good morning. This is Jazz Shapers. I'm Elliot Moss. Thank you very much for joining me. Jazz Shapers is the place where you can hear the very best of the people shaping the world of jazz, blues and soul. And alongside them, we bring people who are shaping the world of business and we call them business shapers. And I say people today because I have two wonderful business shapers in front of me and they're brothers and sisters called Saraya and Jalal Jam Mohammed. And they are the founders, the co-founders of a business called Optibac Pro Biotics, and it's a family business which has been making people feel good for quite a while now. You'll be hearing lots about their journey very shortly. In addition to hearing from them, you'll also be hearing from our programme partners at Mish Gondorea, some words of advice for your business. And then we got the music, and it's a lovely mix today. Tony Bennett is in there, Bill Withers is in there, and so is Roberto Fonseca with Family. That was Roberto Fonseca with Family, new music from his album, A Book. Uh, this is Jazz Shapers, as I said, and my business shapers today are a double act. They're brother and sister. I don't know if I've had a brother and sister. I've, I've had husband and wife. I've had partners. I don't know if I've had a brother and sister. Maybe it's the first one. Uh, Saraya and Jalal Jam Mohammed, and they are um, the founders, the co-founders of a beautiful business called Optibac Probiotics. Thank you both for joining me. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. There they are. See, there's two of them. I, I promise there's two, and then here they are. Um, let's start with Jalal, just for another, other, uh, any other good reason than I'm looking that way for the moment. Tell me a little bit about how the family got involved with this business tell me a bit about the business and then how you roped people in from the family beyond the first two yeah absolutely so we had just as a family growing up a a keen interest in health and looking after ourselves and well-being and uh, dad was a pharmacist by trade and we were um I was finishing university we were looking for opportunities and things to get involved with and get involved with and Dad uh, had a, a one of his mates come round, an old pharmacist friend of his, and uh, and he turns up and pops open his computer, and he's checking the sales that his pharmacies are doing in his absence back in New Zealand, and one of the real um, items he tracks is the sales of the probiotics, because there's a natural link in pharmacy to uh, recommend a probiotic with every antibiotic that is dispensed. And antibiotics can cause side effects like diarrhea and thrush and so on. And the research shows that if you take a probiotic at the same time, then you can avoid those side effects from happening. And, uh, and, and Dad was immediately like interested, you know, what are these sales? How are you doing them? How many is happening? And the guy, you know, has a joke and says, yeah, when I'm not there, sales drop. And when I'm there, the, <laughs> you know, the cut staff are really incentivized to recommend them. Uh, but it just kind of opened our mind. You know, we knew pharmacists, we knew the industry a little bit and, uh, and probiotics 
were up and coming. We started doing some research into them and found out that different ones work in different ways. And uh, and that was how the business was born. And this is what year? What are we talking so about? So we're talking 2004. Wow. So, so we're coming up to, you know, 12, 13 years in the business now. And just uh, and very briefly, so when did you get involved, Soraya? At what, what point did um, you get roped in? So I got roped in full-time after I finished university, 2008. Um, but before that, actually, we were all really involved um, from the get-go and sort of helping out in our holidays far I was at university as well. Um, just because we're all really interested in business and really interested in health, so the two came together quite naturally for us. Um, and in the early days, easy to ascertain who the boss was? Who was the boss, Jalal? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, spill the beans. Spill the beans before we go to Tony Bennett. I want to know. I want one word. Depends who you ask. Ah. If you ask our colleagues, they'll definitely tell you straight as the boss. <laughs> ah, there you go. But, uh, but in a silent, a silent ah, so The silent <laughs> and powerful Soraya is actually the boss. Stay with me for the uh, story that's going to unfold about um, the Optibac probiotic business. It's a family business, just in case you hadn't um, known. Noticed, and Jalal and Soraya, Jan Mohammed and my business shapers today talking about that. Time for some music. It's the one and only Tony Bennett with The Best Is Yet To Come. Out of the tree of life I just picked me a plum You came along and everything started to hum The fabulous voice of Mr. Tony Bennett with the best is yet to come. And I hope it is because my busy shapers today are Soraya and Jalal Jam Mohammed, and they are um, part of the family behind the OptiBack business probiotics. I'm looking at the at the packaging here. Health is an interesting thing to be interested in as a family. And this business now is almost, I think, a six million pound business. It's significant. Um, why why health, Soraya? Why why is health uh, a thing? We all, I mean, I care about health, you know, we all do, but why particularly you and your family? Um, so we had the influence of dad being a pharmacist by, by profession. And, um, and also, actually, when we were kids, our mum passed away of cancer, actually. Um, so I think when she became ill, she struggled for years with it. And when she became ill, we obviously all became really interested in, in health and what can we do to take a bit more control over our health. And then after she passed as well, it became um, not an obsession, but really a huge interest for us. And I think obviously there's no, there's never any silver lining when you have a loss like that. But if anything positive was to come um, from that experience, I think that um, really being really really interested in health and how how you can empower other people to take control of their health through diet and lifestyle became mm. a real real interest for us now i um i, I unfortunately have friends who have also lost uh, parents to mm. cancer and, and at a very young age as well the wrong age it's always always too soon um but they haven't gone on to set up a business what they've done is they may have got obsessed and obsessed is an interesting word i think mm. if we're honest mm -hmm. they got obsessed about their own health and they've changed their diets and their macrobiotic or they mm -hmm. don't eat they don't eat soya because of x y you know yeah. all the fads that people talk about why do you think there was a drive to convert that obsession and i understand that emotionally into the commercial piece around the business because the two and I often ask people about this because mm. people have good ideas and they do nothing. You have done something about the feelings you had, mm -hmm. probably the anger that you had and all those other things, but you've channeled it. Why is that? Um, well, I think business was quite an obvious one for us as well. Um, so dad was a lovely role model, incredibly bright, incredibly successful businessman. And um, I think that influenced us very early on. It rubbed off and we used to be 
you know, as kids, we were those annoying children in the village who insisted on taking a table out to the end of the drive and um, selling Lord knows what to everyone who passed by. <laughs> we used to make lemonade, didn't we? We yeah. baked cakes. And Potted we, um, plants. Yeah, mum would come home and look, oh, why are there a bunch of holes in the flower bed? Um, but we used to <laughs> we used to sell God knows what. And, um, and we did quite well, actually. I think that was our first, very first lesson in business is this idea that people buy from people. Um, so we used to try and charm people into buying things. Perhaps they just felt a bit bad for us. But, uh. <laughs> did, did, did you always get on well? Because the dynamic between you two is very good. I mean, I, I'm very close to my sister, but yeah. I don't know about working with her. I mean, we do work on certain things together occasionally. But you do. have you always, or did your mother's passing bring you even closer? I definitely think that was another... Um, I, I think that influenced the way that we're all so close. I think it helps us to appreciate um, each other a lot more. We're all very close as siblings and, and with our father as well. So, mm. yeah. Stay with me for lots more um, really interesting stuff from my business shapers. That's Jalal and Saraya Jan Mohammed, and that, their business is OptiBack. And it's a family business, all sorts of ways that are now emerging. Latest travel in a couple of minutes. But before that, it's another part of our Future Shapers series. It's someone who is going to be shaping the world of business in the very near future. Hi, I'm Richard Leadham, Head of Insurance Litigation at Mishkondorea. We have clients who come to us who have claims against insurance companies and often they face the problem themselves, which is why they need to claim. And they're very concerned about the cost of bringing that claim. And what I say to them is, don't worry about the cost of it. There's a concept out there called litigation funding, where funders will come in, um, if you've got a good claim, will back your claim, invest in it. And yes, they want a cut of what you recover, but in return, they cover the costs of your litigation so you don't have to worry about something which is a real worry to a lot of clients. There's a pretty sophisticated market out there of funders who I've worked with over the years. They access private money, university funds, property funds, and hedge funds and the rest of it. And litigation is seen as quite a good investment to make at a time when investment returns generally for capital are really low, whereas a a funder can get 25 30% back from a piece of litigation. Jazz Shapers on Jazz FM. In partnership with Mishkondorea. It's business, but it's personal. You're listening to Jazz Shapers with me, Elliot Moss, and every Saturday I'm very lucky because I get to talk to someone, usually usually an individual, but sometimes more than one. Today is more than one. Uh, people who are shaping the world of business, and we call them business shapers. If you've missed any, iTunes is a really good destination for you. Put in the words Jazz and Shapers and you'll find a whole host of fabulous people there. My fabulous people here today are brother and sister, um, who seem to get on very, very well. I'm sure they'll argue when they leave. Uh, <laughs> Jalal and Saraya Jam Mohammed, and they are um, two of the three, four member family at the heart of uh, this business called Optibac Probiotics, set up back in 2004. Both of you at that point very young and, and recently graduated and, and so on, and obviously, um, Saraya, you got involved a little bit later. When you're young and you haven't set up another business, how do you know what to do at all? I mean, obviously, your dad's a pharmacist and, and Jalal, he'll know the health stuff. But yep. there are really some basic things around where do I go for packaging? What do I do to ensure that this is going to be uh, compliant with whatever regulatory stuff there is, if indeed it fits into that thing? Where do I distribute? What about the... I mean, a million things. Yep. Where did you start? Well, it's all a little bit hit and miss. And uh, and we're, we're big believers in just trying something and then evaluating it and trying to measure if that worked or not. 
And if it does, you go gung-ho 100 miles an hour and, and really exploit it. Um, and if it doesn't, then you, you try something else. But um, we were lucky with Dad. He, he had a lot of experience with business, and he could point us in the right direction and, and kind of give us some focus. Uh, we, um, we joined the Trade Association for the natural products industry, and they were very helpful um, in terms of advice and technical support. Um, you know, we'd talk to suppliers, we'd use the internet with that kind of generation. Um, but, but we're not afraid to, to ask lots of questions and, and try and find out from people who've either been there or done it and, and know better than us. Um, and, and that's a philosophy we continue even today. Yeah. And talking about support, Sarah, who would you have gone to in those early days for support outside of the family? Were there friends, other members of the family, perhaps wider, or, or experts? I mean, where did you go and how did you find them? Or did you not need to, truthfully? <laughs> I, think, I think Dad was a huge support for us. Really? Really, really huge support. Um, I remember some of the key advice he gave. Well, we still use it every day. I still ask him questions now. Um, but, you know, some of the key advice was always to focus on sales. Remember, he didn't let us advertise for a long time. Yeah. Like, what are you doing with all of that? And, you know, if it was the days of Facebook, you would have said, what on earth is that? Just go focus on your sales. Go and sell the product into the stores. Otherwise, you don't have a business to run. Um, something else he tells us always is hire people who are smarter than you. Um, so we're really doing a lot of that, aren't we? We've got some mm -hmm. great people on board. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that's fantastic advice. And the focusing on sales thing, do you remember the first significant channel that you sold into or partner? And if so, what did it? When, when was it and how did it feel when it happened? So the approach we've taken was actually to really reach out to the independent pharmacies and the independent health food shops. And um, you can really build a great relationship with the owners of those shops. You can go in their stores and you can train their staff to recommend the product. And, um, and it's a real you know, symbiotic relationship where both of you are benefiting. So even now, the business is spread kind of widely and, and we're not reliant on any particular one customer. Um, but back in the day, you know, it was totally normal that we would be very strict, you know, between 9.30 and lunch, we'd be on the phone, phoning customers, trying to sell in the products, tell them about offers or new products or anything. We'd start again after lunch up till five, and it would just be constant, you know, on the phone, getting our, our name out there. Then you'd kind of like, you know, get off the phone and go into the back room and pack the orders and prepare the stock to be sent the next day. Um, you know, and, and some of our suppliers or, you know, Sreya talked about these uh, magazines and stuff. You know, they knew they were not allowed to phone us to talk about advertising space until after five because we just would not take their call. We were so focused on getting out there and getting the name out there and we didn't want to be interrupted. And that's the way to get your sales up, I guess, you would say, wouldn't you? And you've done pretty well, too. Stay with me for much more from Jalal and Saraya Jahamawid. Um, they are my business shapers today. Time for some music right now, some more new music. It's China Moses with Watch Out. This is not for boys. Watch out, I'm losing faith. I think I need to slow my pace. I gotta watch out with what I'm doing. Full speed towards my road, we're not complaining, it's just I'm saying, 
That was China Moses with the jaunty watch out. Um, we've been talking here, uh, Joanne Soraya, about starting things up and really good advice and all that. When things have got off to a decent start, is it hard to sustain it? I mean, is it hard to keep reinventing? Um, and what, what point after X number of years did it become like complacency I can't imagine you two would ever be complacent but when you you were probably not challenging yourselves and then you suddenly had to again was there a moment when you looked around and said what do we got to do we got to drive again and if so when was that or is it not like that at all I think because we're in such an exciting industry it's constantly evolving you know every single week some new research comes out on probiotics for a different health condition and, um, and that's our USP, is that we're taking different probiotic strains and targeting different conditions. So actually, it's just been a question over the years of growing the range. You know, we're looking at different areas all the time. We're saying, oh, well, maybe probiotics are good for skin health now. There's a few clinical trials on that. So then it's a question of developing a new product for mm. that angle, which we haven't yet done, actually. I'm just giving away <laughs> what yeah. we might do Quick, in future. Take notes, take <laughs> notes. And who does your R&D, your research and development? Is that is that in-house, or do you kind of use lots of different people in different universities, or...? So around the world, there are uh, four or five major players who actually um, do fermentation, do the research, do the clinical trials. Um, and they would make for, for companies we're very familiar with, like Danone and Yakult and Actimel and so on. Um, so we work and partner with them and rely on their expertise and rely on their kind of like evidence-based approach mm. um, and and we've you know we've done very well from partnering with those guys and the invention um, uh, Sarah does it come from oh you just mentioned skin oh let's look at skin what's the probiotic or is it that the the, the guys in that are the, the looking at the, the work scientifically are saying well hold on a minute what you we've just found a new strand it might be good for this or is it how, how do you decide where to point the arrow both absolutely you've got to get that balance haven't you what's the market looking for and what, um, how much research is there behind um, this condition and the probiotics for this condition. So we've been told by some of these product partners that we do a crazy amount of due diligence, you know, more than the Johnsons and Johnsons of this world. They, they come back to us like, wow, you really are very fussy about the clinical trials and was it placebo controlled and double blind, etc. Um, because it's important to us that there's enough research behind something, obviously, before before we launch it rather than... Um, just a bit of anecdotal evidence. Yeah, rather than the other way around. Mm. Um, stay with me for my final chat today with Sarai and Jalal, and we're also going to be playing some music from Bill Withers. That's after the latest traffic and travel here on Jazz FM. Jazz Shapers on Jazz FM. In partnership with Mishkondorea. It's business, but it's personal. That was Bill Withers with Use Me. Um, I've got a few more minutes with my double whammy great guests here, uh, Joanna Soraya, and they are the people behind, along with the other members of their family, the people behind um, a probiotics business called OptiBack. And uh, it's been doing rather well. But over a period of time, I guess, I mean, you've, you, you have grown this from the beginning up. It must be fun, though, looking back and going, well, we had this idea. 
And now we've got almost 50 people working for us. I mean, is that, do you think like that, the two of you, in any way? Look at Soraya for a minute. Do you, <laughs> she'll only butt in anyway. <laughs> I'm only kidding. But do, do you do you think like that? I mean, is it a it is is it a source of pride? Oh, absolutely. I think. Um, I well, my favourite thing about the business is knowing that we've got a product we truly believe in. Mm. And so, I you know we were talking about it earlier that we're still really excited when someone says, "Oh, I take a probiotic," and you you narrow it down. Well, what brand are you taking? Or oh, do you put it in the fridge? Mm-hmm. No, you don't. Oh, and it turns out to be ours, and that's still a really exciting conversation that's for us. I mean, and talking about the belief thing because I wanted to talk about values. Um, it strikes me that at the core of your family, forget the business, is a set of values and how you manage yourselves, and uh, being ethical is important. Being kind is important I'm sort of making it up but I'm feeling that's what I, that's what <laughs> that's I see perfect. I think there's respect for elders it strikes yeah. me that the way you talk about your dad is the way that I hope my kids talk about me one day uh-huh. precious luck that <laughs> I'll write in and tell you if that happens um, but but seriously there's a very um, there's a sense of who you are as a family and I believe that you give money um, I think 1% of your turnover to the Aga Khan University hospitals um, patient welfare program there's I want you to talk about this women womankind worldwide stuff that you do as well it seems really important, and it's not lip service. Um, is that just because these values are easily transportable into business? I think that what we've seen over the last six, seven, eight years since the financial crisis is that um, governments are struggling, right? There's huge national debt and so on. And we feel it's only right that business takes its fair share of um, kind of supporting and there's all the fancy terms of corporate social responsibility and so on but actually you know we believe in 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 having um, colleagues who are paid well and supported and 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 kind of feel part of the family frankly and are all pulling in the same direction um, we love the fact that our customers are taking a product which is going to make them feel better which is really great. But also, if we can actually use the business to do some wider good beyond, you know, our our direct sphere around us and, and giving to charity and supporting, you know, some amazing charities out there, then, you know, that's incredible and, and it makes us go home and sleep well at night and... and feel good about ourselves <laughs> why not and, and that strikes me as enough for you Soraya as a family or, or have you got other ambitions is this business going to be 50 million and are you going to sell one day I'm not sure about selling one day but uh, what would we yeah. do <laughs> I mean that, that's the thing though is this is this a lifelong passion do you think do you think this is what it is about and it's just a question of iterating and making sure that you you grow the revenue and that you carry on being able to impact is that enough for me, absolutely. They're nodding furiously. <laughs> they look like they're not selling. Sorry, you can't see us, can you? you no, know, yeah. but they're nodding furiously. And you, yes, I think it, it sounds like you're very happy. It's yeah. enjoyable. You know, you get up every day, you go to work, and, and it doesn't feel like hard work. It's it's good fun, and it's exciting, and you come and you do things like this, and you meet people like yourself, Elliot, and, and it's a new challenge, and it's, it's something different. Must have had different. a bad morning. You know, <laughs> doing well. Constantly uh, learning. Yeah, no, that's brilliant. <laughs> Listen, you but really good luck to both of you. Um, I think it sounds fantastic. I kind of want to come and work for you, because you just seems like a happy and nicely focused and um, an incredibly well-mannered family <laughs> it's really you. good to it's really lovely to see it means that you know you can be can be a good person and, and do really well in business as i often I often say that to people it's, it's always a nice surprise to get that um just before i let you both go um what's your joint song choice and why have you chosen it 
Um, well, I think it had to be uh, We Are Family by Sister Sledge. Easy peasy. Here it is just for you. Thank you very much. Thank you. That was Sister Sledge and We Are Family. The song choice of my business shapers today, Jalal and Soraya Jam Mohammed, the founders of Optibac Probiotics. A business that came to being because of a very strong personal reason for the family. A business built on some really simple foundations. Sales are important. And a business that continues to flourish because they really fundamentally believe in important principles. And those are the things that are underpinning uh, their continued success. A really, really good story. Do join me again, same time, same place. It's next Saturday, 9am sharp for another edition of Jazz Shapers. Meanwhile, stay with us because coming up next here on Jazz FM, it's the one and only Nigel Williams. Jazz Shapers on Jazz FM. In partnership with Mish Condorea. It's business, but it's personal.